Are the small groups in your church really helping make disciples? Are people growing in their faith? Or are the small groups more just connecting points for people? That's the question so many churches are asking. And how to determine if people are growing in their walk with God is a critical part of knowing the success of your small group ministry. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to know if your small group ministry is helping make disciples. Here we go. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. You know, I've had the privilege of being involved with uh, small group ministry for uh, 13 years, Uh, actually going back to a point when you were uh, driving the ship for much of what was happening uh, with the small group ministry there at the church. Uh, And we've had... um, We've had three small groups. Mom and I have had three small groups. And um, the middle one kind of bombed. So that will not be the focus of our discussion. Today. <laughs> uh, the, the third That'd one. That'd be another good episode. Another, like, what yeah, went wrong? What we did wrong. Yeah, what in not that to one. do as a small group <laughs> right. uh, But the first and third one were really outstanding groups. And in the first group, um, we had a friend um, that was very, uh, I'm going to use the term, new in her faith. And um, now she looked like she just was like everybody else in the group. And we had a lot of people who really were solid in their faith, had been had known the Lord for a long time. Um, but this one particular gal, uh, I'll just call her Ann. Um, Ann was just so new, you know. Uh, I remember one time even we had suggested that maybe she would pray for the meal. And she was so nervous about doing that. No, she would really would prefer not. And yet we knew she knew the Lord, but she was such mm. really an infant in her faith. And I watched Anne over the period of probably uh, four years, uh, five, four or five years that we were together, really get strengthened in her faith. Now, I would I would not say that even at the end of those four or five years that, you know, she's going to um, be a, a raving evangelist or or something of that nature, but she, she got grounded in her faith because yeah. she hung with people who knew Jesus and she desired to be like them. And that was such, to me, a beautiful story mm-hmm. of how a life group walked life with Anne and her husband. So yeah. it, it really it really does happen. And this is what we want to happen right. for your life group, small group ministry. And we want to talk a little bit today about how do you actually know if your small groups are producing disciples. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we're gonna we're just gonna give you two or three items. It's gonna be very simple for you to just track through, uh, making that determination. Well, and I would mention too that in in this current day and age, the small group ministry for a lot of churches is their primary discipleship mechanism. Right. This is where the ongoing relationships with other people are happening. This is where the more in-depth discussion is taking place, uh, whether it's particular Bible studies that churches are doing or whether they're they're kind of doing a, a, a follow-up to the the morning the sermon the right. Sunday morning sermons or whatever it is. But this is kind of in this particular you know time in life really this is the primary vehicle. Yep. For discipleship, for a lot of churches. It really is, really is. Mm-hmm. A lot of churches, and previously, and including our church, had done a Sunday school, adult Sunday school, or adult Bible fellowship. Yep. And those were wonderful. They yep. served their purpose during their time. Uh, small groups now really <coughs> have stepped into that role and are doing a wonderful job discipling. Yep. Now, here's how, as a leader, 
you want to know, am I making progress? Is this just a social club of 10, 12, 15 people? Or is is the group really, uh, group member, are the group members really growing in discipleship? First, yeah. the church has to really define the goals of what small groups are all about. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, certainly small groups are about fellowship. Uh, for the body to come yeah. together, to break bread together, to enjoy being together. That's a key component. But there's also the discipleship uh, 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 component. Yeah. And then, and for, for your church, how is it that the Bible um, is consumed in a small group? Is it, is it some sort of a defined curriculum? Now, we certainly don't recommend that it's a curriculum like a Sunday school curriculum, but as you have your fellowship together, uh, are you doing some things, uh, maybe video curriculum? Sure. That's, there's all sorts of video curriculum out there that's very small group oriented. So you can watch a video. You can have discussion guides that are Bible-based. That's very good. Uh, Jonathan mentioned the um, sermon-based yeah. uh, curriculum, which serves a great pur- I, purpose. I, I'll have to tell you, when our church first started doing sermon-based, as a group leader, I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a lot more work on me, which the way our church put it together is not a lot more work on me. And it actually helps reinforce what the Lord has spoken through our pastor. The point is, you define the goal of the small groups, and then you work those goals out through your small group leaders. So you don't have them going hither and yon, but they're very defined. And when you get them defined, it's going to help you determine, are you successful to the goals that you've laid out? Well, that's the key point, is you have to know the target in order... order If you're going to hit it. Yeah, yeah. So, And if you don't know what that target is, then you're not going to be able to hit it. And so that's why it's so important for us, if we're going to be able to look and measure, okay, are we actually making disciples? Yeah. First, we have to have those goals in mind. Exactly. Now, uh, when it gets to the actual point of measuring small groups, here are some things I want to encourage you to take a look at. Certainly, you measure enrollment. So, um, you know, you've got a church of X number of people, and you say you've got, uh, I'm just going to pick a number. Don't your, your church would depend on your size. But let's suppose you have uh, 45 people in small groups. Okay. Well, then uh, next semester, uh, do you have 45, 48, 50, 52, or do you have th- 42 38, 35. Yeah. You know, are you growing in the total number of participants? Yeah. Uh, well, you, I might even mention, too, it's not just necessarily total number of participants. You also want to look at percentage of participation. That's actually showing up. Yes, because yeah. you could grow by five new uh, new people in a small group, but if your church had 50 new uh, people that, starting good, to attend good, the church, good, yeah. you've actually declined the percentage, total percentage wise. wise yeah. So I think that's maybe just a good distinction that, to point out. That is a good distinction. In fact, I might even mention we, we actually talk about this in episode seventy three. Okay. Not just specific to small group ministry only, but just a lot of the church metrics as a whole. We talk about what data to measure in ministry. And that'd be a good episode to check out if if you are kind of wondering or questioning how can I what data should we be tracking, and yeah. how can we know if we're hitting the target? Check that episode out, episode 73. Uh, anyway, I interrupted. You, yeah, no problem. <laughs> it's a gift, right? Not it's the a first gift. time I've done Not that. Not the first time. Yeah. The other percentage to measure is the percentage of people in the groups that are actually showing up. So let's use, uh, let me, I used 45, but let's use 50, a round number. Uh, no, let's use 100, a re- real easy. If you've got 100 people in uh, your small groups, and Every week, your average attendance is 72. That means 28 or not. 72% are showing up. Yeah. Next semester, you want to see that number go up. 
So you want to see if, okay, we don't have, we have 76% participation. Well, that's a sign that your yeah. your groups are getting stronger because the people who are in them, more of them are beginning to come more frequently. Yep. Um, yep. You want to measure the number of leaders you have and, um, and whether your leaders are reproducing. Yeah. That's a key. Uh, you want to measure the percentage of giving. Uh, here's another one where you know, if you've got 100 people in, in small groups, and uh, let's pick a number, uh, 50 of them are regular tithers, they're regular givers to the church, you want to see that number go up. Yeah. So if all of a sudden next semester you have 60 of the 100, well, that would say your churches or your, your small groups are being effective in discipleship. Then you've got the, the participation in outreaches. Yeah. You know, uh, lots of churches do uh, serve days or uh, project partnership. Our church does project partnership where you're, you're, you're giving opportunity for people to participate. And yeah. these are perfect for groups to do together. Right. Are you increasing the participation in your local outreaches, your foreign missions outreach, stateside mission outreach? Those, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You can come up with way more. The whole point is you're measuring your small groups. Yeah. Well, and hopefully those give you some ideas of things that you can be measuring yeah. if you're not yet measuring those. Right. Uh, and and this is just a way to quantify what's happening spiritually yeah. because spiritually you know you can't quantify that but you can you got to look for the things you can, can quantify. quantify and these are some things you can quantify yeah. that's really going to help you in the overall measurement exactly does more participation mean that everyone's growing at deeper levels than ever before well maybe maybe not we yeah. don't know but our job as pastors is to get people as much involved uh, with one another as the body yeah. and grow you know growing and yeah. the yeah. more exposure they have the more ex the more people that have more exposure to the gospel and uh, being around other Christ followers yeah. the, the greater likelihood yeah. that they're growing that, that in they're their growing in their walk with the Lord now, what's the last one here, John? Third thing would be uh, how to know if your small groups are making disciples if you're regularly receiving testimonials um, of small groups, whether it's the leaders or the members, of what God is doing in people's lives. Yeah. And so the idea here, again, is trying to measure how can, how can we measure this, is looking at do we, are we seeing more of this? Are we hearing more about the Lord using small groups or the, the Lord working through the small group ministry uh, or how some a small group made an impact on a particular individual. Uh, the more we hear of that, the yeah. more we realize, okay, stuff's happening. And, you know, you know, there's a good way for us to, just a good reminder for us to make, be sure we're writing these down, saving these. Uh, you may even have a spreadsheet or something where you're tracking all these stories of, of how God is working. And every time you hear these testimonies from people, then that's a, that's a good indicator that, okay, things are happening. On the, on the opposite side, if all of a sudden it's crickets, you're not hearing as many stories, you're not hearing uh, a lot of what's happening, then that says one of two things. One is we need to make sure we're asking for that if you're not asking for that. But second, it could be an indicator that the discipleship is not, not happening, happening like you want it to. And so that's just maybe the red flag or the yellow flag that's saying, okay, let me, let's, we got to do right. some digging here. Right. Uh, so, but that's just another idea. And I would say too, when you're, when you're hearing those testimonies, have your antenna up to what the Lord might be saying to you. I would be capturing some of those on video because you want to be showing to the body on a Sunday morning, mm -hmm. look what just happened in one of our small groups. Mm -hmm. And when they're given a testimony of some, how the group came around them, yeah. how the group, what you're doing is you're reinforcing in the body as a whole yeah. 
the small group doing what body ministry is supposed to do. That's right. So anyway, let me let me give you just a snapshot of what Jonathan and I just uh, flew over here with you um, to to really determine if your small groups are truly making disciples. You, you need to define the goals of your small groups. You need to measure the small groups, and then you need to seek testimonies uh, or receive testimonies of small group leaders and members, things happening in their life uh, and in the group itself. So when you do those things, you're going to be well on your way to really making that determination if the small groups are working. That's right. You know, I want to encourage you, too, as the leader, uh, for you to take a look at the Four Secrets Masterclass that uh, actually Jonathan put together here a few months ago. Uh, Just go to leaders.church slash secrets. This is a slightly less than an hour uh, presentation that will help you as a leader be better and get better on this subject of small groups and the, and the evaluation of their effectiveness to, uh, to discipleship and a whole host of range that you have to deal with as a pastor. Because here's the drill. Um, growing churches are led by growing pastors. And if you want to get, if you want your church to get better, yeah. you have to get better. And yeah. the Four Secrets Masterclass will help you get there. Just go to leaders.church slash secrets. That's yeah. leaders.church slash secrets. And you're going to be well on the way to making the improvements you need. Anything else, Jonathan? That's it. I think we're good to go. Thanks so much for hanging in with us today. Make it a great one and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this. 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church boost. Again, that's leaders.church boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.